Hi, everybody. It's Ian. I just needed to jump in here before we get started on this show. In the middle of the show, we talk about some of the famous names that we've lost in 2016. And we recorded it on the 23rd of December, I think. And um, since uh, even the recording of that show, everybody kind of thought we might very well be in the clear um, with only like eight more days left to go in the year. But actually, since recording of that show, we actually had three very notable names also pass on that, you know, I, I thought should be mentioned. You know, I mean, they they touched everybody at some point. Not in like a Michael Jackson way, but, you know, everybody knows uh, a George Michael song. Uh, George Michael died December 25th, so Christmas Day, unfortunately. He died, um, and, you know, of course, I'm sure everybody started listening to Wham! all day. Um, We also lost Debbie Reynolds. Um, Debbie Reynolds was, you know, an older actress that had been around in the the golden age of cinema. I mean, Singing in the Rain is what she was known for and is what I knew her for, Um, but the... The biggest shame is how and why she died. Um, Everybody kind of has romantically attributed it to a broken heart because, uh, oh, I think it was two days earlier. Yeah, Debbie Reynolds died the 28th of December. Oh, just one day earlier, um, Carrie Fisher died. So Princess Leia from Star Wars died. Um, she had a heart attack on a flight on the 23rd. So the I guess the, the afternoon or evening we were recording the show, uh, Carrie Fisher had a heart attack on a flight from London to Los Angeles. Um, suffered a medical emergency around 15 minutes before the plane landed. A passenger seated near Fisher reported she had stopped breathing. Another passenger performed CPR until paramedics arrived at the scene. So, I mean, it, it would lead me to believe that she was, you know, unconscious and had CPR performed for 15 minutes until they landed, and then um, the uh, the paramedics got there. But, yeah, she um, everybody thought she was going to make it. Everybody thought that she was going to be okay and pulled through because it didn't, nobody had announced that she had died. Um, and then the 27th, she died December 27th, 8.55 a.m. So she, she was 60. That's the thing. 60 years old and something... Like, as uncontrollable as a heart attack took down um, the princess of the galaxy, as everybody was calling her, which is stupid of me to call her that. But, you know, I mean, dude, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. I mean, that was fucking Princess Leia. And it was awesome to have seen her at the end of, of Rogue One. I, I don't care who who didn't buy it. I, you know, there were, obviously, you'll hear, we had some uh, critiques of the CG characters in Rogue One. But... It was it was great to see young Princess Leia, um, and the, the, you know a special way to say goodbye of sorts. So, um, so with no further ado, prepare to enter the Elf Free. Hi there, world. Hi there, everybody. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. <coughs> and <coughs> nope, me. Nope. Start over. <laughs> I'm out of practice. I'm out of practice. And um, and we're joined today by the man who needs no introduction, uh, but he's going to get one anyways, Martin Eden. Thank you very much. Woo! Joining us today on what... Uh, you know we, him from such episodes as... Uh, <laughs> as, as episode one. Yeah, episode one. And, uh, and every three movie goes... 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming back, dude. No worries. So this is a, a festive reunion, is it? It is. We uh, we are in the holiday season. This it's yeah. not going to come out before Christmas, but but we are in Christmas. We, we are, are very the, much in the holidays, and uh, this is our high dare holiday special, as you pointed out, yeah. <laughs> like, like the infamous Star Wars holiday yeah. special. Have you seen that? Of course, yeah. I've never, I've oh, never, never seen, seen it. it. I've never it's seen really it. Really well, I think this should be the year. Okay, yeah, you I'll should, watch you should, you should watch it. <laughs> Star Wars, Hollywood. have you is seen it? it? No, is it on Netflix? Where is it at? Where no, do you see it? I mean, George Lucas tried to bury it. <laughs> oh yes, oh, yeah. oh yes. Oh. I mean, it's one of those that you've got to find on something like you know somebody's somebody's uh, Zanga from you know the nineteen nineties <laughs> or something. Well, who's in it? Like, where did they... They're, they're all in it, the whole cast. Oh, like, The whole dang. cast from the original Star Wars. This came out in the 70s, yeah. but it was like a children's kind of holiday special, just promoting the film. Oh, no. They, uh, they like Family Matters yeah, or Family yeah. Guy. Yeah. Like, there was Chewbacca's family in it. All these, there's little <laughs> Wookiees Little Chewies, dude. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen pictures and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's atrocious. It's bizarre. It's just atrocious. But it's, it's fun to watch. Why don't yeah, we do a Three a Movie Goes That One? Oh, yeah. We should have totally <laughs> Three a Movie Goes That One. Perfect holiday episode. Perfect one. Um, so it's been since March, right? And then yeah, we March. figured out. Yeah. So, and this episode. Pretty uh, much all of this year. All of 2016, <laughs> we we've just taken a break. Mm-hmm. Um, what a, what a year it's been! Last it year. has. I mean, Fucking if we Nora. were going to podcast on the state of the world, this would have been the year to do yeah. it, <laughs> and and we failed. <laughs> <laughs> just shows you, just shows you the state of the world, man. It we, does. we, even succumbed. we failed. Yeah, everybody even failed. We failed. <laughs> yeah, on the other side of that, we are all new people from, I think the uh, the horrendous behavior of the world since the last podcast. Yeah, I mean, I'm changed. Just continued. Been, on. I have been changed by 2016. Yeah, not, yeah. not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually and politically. Yeah, well, there are a lot of things outside of our own control that have happened. Mm. There are things that I can't really believe humanity at some points that have happened. Mm. You know, uh, not the least of which the fact that Donald Trump is the president <laughs> of the United States, man. It's I mean, holy cow. <laughs> Only in America, man. Oh, jeez. The I, Donald. I've got to say, did you, did you follow any of the, like, on Twitter or anywhere when the election was happening? I followed the election quite closely. Okay. I watched all the debates. Nice. Uh, yes, I did too. I've never done that. Yeah, I were into it. Because it, it was such a fucking circus. It was, it was just it was just like tuning into a, a TV show with these, yeah. with these yeah. bizarre characters. This week on the episode of Election. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Seriously, that would have been, they should have at least taken that extra notch with this whole thing. Like, they could have had a film score through every, like, <laughs> you know, every interview that he was doing, like, clink, 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 clink. That's his theme. I'm gonna bury you. Whatever he says, I don't know. Man. Whatever, whatever. Insert, insert. Donald Trump quote. Grab him by the pussy. Do you know what's happened though? I know Ian. You said let's talk about alternative news, yes. news sources, and you know what's <clears> going <throat> on in the state of the world. And I did watch all the election. Uh, I watched the debates. I got into it, and you know what? And then I'm listening to these podcasts and this conspiracy stuff. And then you know, there's 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 news coming from the left, and then there's news coming from the right, and then there's there's information, and then there's the leaks, the Podesta emails, and then you know, yes, uh, it's, they, I've just I've, I've I'm in fucking. Well, melt, it all fell I'm apart with WikiLeaks because they WikiLeaks. exposed yeah. how dirty the game actually was in the DNC and how they ousted Bernie Sanders and all this. Oof. 
you just saw like all this stuff kind of come to light and no one had ever really seen it that bluntly until WikiLeaks put it out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I witnessed firsthand some of the weirdness surrounding Bernie Sanders uh, not winning the nomination, you know, because I went to a couple rallies and I mean, there were people, I mean, thousands upon thousands of people having to turn people away at some of these rallies just yeah. because they didn't have enough room. And all these pictures and videos coming out of Hillary barely being able to scrape 100 people, right. you know, at some of these places. And, and Did you ever but, see that video of the, the green screen? There was one where she's in an auditorium, and it was dissected. It's some guys had a video. A bunch of people were actually reporting on it in the alternative media, where it was basically they were trying to understand a video that was out there, which was one of the rallies, and how they were seeing, like, cell phones filming, but there was a different picture on the cell phone from what was actually in the room. So then they started dissecting the room and they were like, oh my God, this is a green screen. It's not even real. Wow. Like the way the lighting and the shadows were hitting. I don't know. I'm not an expert in that field, but it was fascinating videos to see. Uh, do you know, here we go though. This is my point. Fucking hell. So many rabbit holes, so much bullshit, all these yeah. fake news. Uh, I've given up. Well, I've that's... given up. I've, un I've unplugged. I'm 2017. I'm unplugging. Yes. I'm unplugging yeah. from the mainstream media. I'm, I'm unplugging from all Alternative media. I don't and you're unplugging that little thing that's up your tushy tush. <laughs> Not plug I'm plugging that in further. That's going any deeper. That's going right up there. <laughs> it's the only thing keeping you in line. <laughs> Joe, you need to uh, release an album called Unplugged. <laughs> Martin's currently sitting here on a leash. <laughs> no, but you're not. I mean, seriously, it is. It seems like the only healthy thing to do is unplug from all the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so. I don't know what's real anymore. Well, it's I don't know the what's not knowing real what's real bullshit. Um, it's uh, part of the reason I wanted to talk about this is because there is this weird mainstream versus alternative media thing that's going on, and the three of us—it's no surprise to anybody who's listens to our shows—subscribe to a lot of alternative sources for a lot of information that we we for get. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so what does it mean to you? Like, how would you describe mainstream versus alternative media? I haven't got a clue. It seems that the mainstream well, have an agenda, whether it's left or right, whether it's Republican agenda or the, the Democrat agenda. It's basically the corporate-owned media is what the mainstream media is technically considered because people's big problem in the alternative media and the reason there's like indie journalists now and all these people kind of shifting their focus away from the mainstream is because corporate owned media is is clearly showing people especially with like the way monopolies are behaving and the way everyone's kind of seeing the greed of these corporations the whole uh pipeline situation going on where everyone's like seeing the oil companies literally like standing against the native americans who are trying to defend a water source and I don't know. I think a lot of things are being put into light it, from what the corporations have done. And now that people understand these media empires are owned by those companies who are kind of trying to con contain their narrative of, of the way they want people to see and understand the world, I think true journalists aren't having it. And so mm -hmm. they've started their own alternative media sources online. And they're not, they don't have the credible backing that these billion-dollar mainstream news networks like CNN and Fox, they have. But... You know, it all starts with truth, and I, I think people are trying to get to the bottom of that. And and the alternative media is at least balancing the opposite end of things. That's the only reason I, I go to it is because I still read mainstream media. I listen to it. Um, I, I watch everything. If you look at my Twitter feed or anything, uh, 
right wing, left wing, mm -hmm. moderate, liberal, alternative news, shit that's out there. I look at it all. Yeah. Just to try and get an understanding of, you have of, to. of somewhere yeah. in the middle. You have to. I mean, in in order to in order to really call yourself an open-minded person or or truly an alternative thinker, you kind of have to know what's going on on all sides, including the side that For you sure. don't agree with. Because if you don't know what the other people are talking about, you don't know how to uh, correlate the things that you know to what they're going to be open to. Yeah. Exactly. And that's but that's the that's the problem. Is these. Uh, I'm doing that. A lot of people are not. It's these echo chambers that are getting created on these social media, you know, where, where somebody has a point of view and everybody in their network has the same point of view. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of, it's a lot of I'm going to hang around with people who validate the way I already think. Exactly. As yeah, opposed yeah. to challenge me to think something differently. And that's the thing. People are getting so impassioned about things. Nobody's looking at the news. Well, they are. People are looking at the news and dissecting it, you know, calmly and logically. People are getting so impassioned and so fucking crazy yeah. about things they really know very little about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, and they don't... It, it's it's Hysteria. Exact, it's the emotional side of what I think the media, what its purpose is, is it's literally driving people into an emotional state and then people behave a certain way you know, we all do. Like, yeah. I, I see whenever I consume, just when I want to know the truth, because I'm very curious. So I'll look at everything and I will see, you know, what's going on. Like, I, I go to this site, I think I've talked about it called LiveLeak, and they basically they report all CCTV footage, like, from around the world. So you can go there and see, like... It, sorry to interrupt. What do you mean by when you say they report? Do they just post? People just post videos. They post okay. and, and contribute content. So it's not, it. there's not. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the part that confuses me. Are there reporters on LiveLeak that, well, that no. provide commentary on, uh, on there are stories some people, and present yeah. the news? Yeah, some people do their own individual reporting and things like that. It's just like YouTube. So it's individuals. It's, mm -hmm. It'd be just, you could you could start absolutely. a LiveLeak show. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, awesome. Um, but I think they're actually, next year, uh, Richie Allen is actually starting a show. They're doing like a news program, a live show on LiveLeak. So you can watch a live video broadcast of them. Uh, I just heard about that, but... Anyway, live leak. Um, I've gone down that rabbit hole of just seeing like military footage and like just what what's going on in other in the reality I don't live because when you do unplug from the media, I have no idea what's going on at all. So I don't I don't have an opinion on war. I don't have an, op an opinion on the movies on anything because you're just not consuming anything. You're just either working on your own project or you know you're just doing something that doesn't entail that you're bearing your nose essentially, you know? Right, right. So it's interesting to be like all of us, we look into all this stuff. We research all sorts of crazy shit and then we have to like figure out how to behave. But I think it's like looking, like you were saying, Martin, you do, you look at all sorts of media because you, you want to see the bigger picture of things, but it's ultimately all just a big, big racket. Everything's <laughs> a racket. That's the thing. It's it all is. a fucking racket. Everybody's trying to push something, Yeah. you know, even, even these guys who are doing probably doing a good job and doing the real journalist work. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, that's it, funny you should bring that up because when we talk about mainstream, I kind of think about um, the the ones that instantly pop to mind. CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all those kinds of things. Mainstream media, for sure. New York Times, definitely mainstream. But people get news. They, they watch these programs and they're like, Bill O'Reilly said this and Glenn Beck said this and all these different people. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you have to look into who these people are because even on their, their Google pages, Bill O'Reilly is not a journalist. Bill O'Reilly is listed primarily as a television host. Mm. Yeah. And Fox well, is listed as entertainment news. <laughs> 
Glenn Isn't Beck. That interesting. Glenn oh, Beck, yeah. television host, Wolf Blitzer, journalist, Brian. Mo- so there are a few journalists and stuff out there, but you're right. They're all they're all owned by by somebody looking to make a dollar. Yeah, and they they teach you to. Um, they basically train these people to be able to speak in front of teleprompters and, yeah, and read a script. Cause a lot of these guys, they're trained. They are professionals. They're good at what they do for sure, but they don't actually, I, I feel they're not actually undigging anything. Really. They're just doing the same old, same old. And the people that are actually questioning authority are constantly being, I guess, having their careers destroyed, you know, they have to like whistleblow and it's all shady and, you know, it's like, but it's the, there's so many voices on the internet. You can't tell who's telling the truth. Who's right. Legit, yeah. Where do these sources come from? Yeah. You know, you, I'm Who, fucking lost. like, you could go on as like a character on an interview show. Say you worked for the CIA. Of course back in you the could. 80s yeah, and, I mean, I, yeah, and the, <laughs> there's so many people with so much to fucking say. You know, one, the one that killed me was fucking Pizzagate. Oh yeah. Oh I, I, I yeah. Just, I just went, Oh, you know what? This is probably, probably there's some base for this. We know there's a global fucking child fucking definitely uh, sex ring. This, it can't uh, not embed, be happening. Yeah. Embedded deep, deep into the, yeah. into the, into society. That, that's been true for many, many years yeah it's for sure uh <laughs> but like pizzagate and the guy's got a pizza and he and you know what the, the logo inside the pizza it meant this and then yeah and like you were saying <laughs> obama he ordered pizza from chicago <laughs> but he did i mean that's that's, like, that's oh, the thing like in these in these wiki wikileaks emails some people read through them and saw some things that maybe they wanted to see and have brought it to everybody's attention. And it has kind of grown into this, uh, this homogenized story of what is possibly going on. But part of the strangeness to me is that nobody has said anything about it. It's just yeah. being called fake. fake news, and when, yeah. you, when you're a child and you do something wrong to another child that runs to tell an adult, what's the first thing you do? You say, no, 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 they're not telling the truth. That's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. that's not real. No, I didn't. You deny yeah. it. It's a, in some ways, it's the mainstream's greatest defense. Just, just those two words, fake news. Yes. Well, the, we- the weirdest thing, okay, the weirdest thing to me about the whole Pizzagate thing yeah. was the Breitbart, there was a Breitbart tweet that kind of called oh, the, out yeah, and that Tony Podesta dead, before he? he died. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a year before he died. Two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, it was yeah. something along the lines of, I can't believe uh, Tony Podesta isn't a household name for being a yeah. you know, child sex trafficker or whatever. I don't know. Something along those lines. But it's still up. You can go find that yeah, tweet. Yeah, the it's tweet is out there. on Twitter. That was weird. And then it was weird to were the symbols of the restaurants <clears throat> legitimately from... If that was an actual FBI document, which I believe it was, because people, I don't know, I just watched a bunch of videos where people were like showing the site it came from, and it was like a, I don't know, I, I have no idea if that's real, but right. um, it was showing all the symbolism um, for different pedophile rings or whatever, and it was weird to see the, like a cluster of restaurants kind of using similar shapes and patterns. I mean, yes, they're not dead on, but. I don't know. It was weird that the Best of Pizza changed the logo on their website. Like, if they were completely innocent to it, why the fuck would they even feel the need to do it? They would just be like, fuck that. No, we designed this. This has nothing to do with us, and there's absolutely nothing to, to hide here. Why would they then do that and then leave it on their actual menu that was a PDF that you could download? You know, it's just interesting you to me. You've just said it all, though. That conversation that you've just had with us and with yourself about fucking logos on a pizza menu. 
And I'm sure, yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's some bad people. Yeah. But how is yeah. this information helping us? It's not helping us. I think it's just people trying. I mean, honestly, we're in, essentially, we, all of us, this is a small minority of the I get population. That. I get that. I'm realizing that I'm probably, for years, I mean, since being a teenager, I've yeah. been aware that there's been something really, oh, for really sure. wrong. Yeah. So maybe it's not news to me. Yeah. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes. And this, the, the catastrophizing around this news and the hysteria around it is what, is what you know... It's almost become like a game, away. like dot-connecting game, where everyone's trying to figure out... Because if you can pull one... It's like Jenga. If you can pull one perfect little corner of the building, the whole thing comes toppling. I think that's kind of what that's I'm what seeing. That's what people want to achieve. I think that's what people moment. are trying to achieve. Like, yeah. Like, um, but, but not in a... <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, it's... You've got a frog in your throat there. I do. I don't know what's going on here. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But the funny thing is, I've edited it all out, so you can't really know. (laughs) People will just be like, what are you talking about? Now it just sounds like we're sitting on lily pads. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't know what to think. I don't know what to believe, but I, I... you know, it just seems as though a lot of people, there are a lot of videos out there of people regurgitating the same information. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't have any clue what they would do if somebody, what if somebody just one day got in front of the world and said, yes, this is all happening. <laughs> I mean, what, is pe- what are people expecting is going to happen? So yeah. that's the part that I don't understand why everybody pushes so hard yeah. to just, I, for me, it would be about, okay, so if we're able to prove that they are hiding something from us, then we have more than a uh, reasonable doubt to question everything, every yeah, fucking absolutely. thing. And right now we have that questionable doubt because we don't know. Researchers are going to research, you know what yeah. I mean? Like people want to know and, and we it should be questioning everything. It is just, by, yes. just by nature we should I, be questioning everything. I think that's why a lot of people that I know that are unhappy with the election results, I feel once I talk to them, I tend to get the sense that they're more unhappy with the fact that they're going to have to pay attention now. And like, <laughs> we got to, we got to make sure yeah. Trump doesn't do anything really uh, crazy. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, you fucking should, you should have yeah, been paying attention sure, to Obama sure. this whole time. It's not going to be sure, that much you know. different. I guess so. So I, don't know. I, I think that that, I think it's good. I think the, for me, the, the interesting thing is the demonization of quote unquote fake news Mm. and they're presenting stories to me that based on the people that I get some information from, I believe those stories. I believe certain stories that say well, the mainstream's been feeding us fake news. Yes, for years. Yes, and they're yeah. they have the ear of more people than our alternative sources have. That's what it was designed to do. Yeah, like of that's course, why of it course. was. Des- you know, surely we know all this. Though. I mean, we yeah, know. that's we, the thing. We know, we know all of this, but but I think the, I think there was so like the, many other people don't, and that's the right. part that that's where it gets confusing because. I I know what I think and believe, but I can't go just talk to anybody else about it yeah. because everybody else thinks it's fake news now. I think people are just kind of realizing, especially like baby boomer <laughs> culture, like because that whole era, the 50s, 60s, it was super strange, like watching the behavior of society then and how it's kind of ref- like mimicking now. Like people are essentially starting to revolutionize and talk about love. And then also we're seeing like this really rancid part of war where we know it's totally bullshit and oh. it's happening. You I mean, know what I'm saying? It's going on right now. Oh, it's Aleppo, ridiculous. Oh, it's yeah, ridiculous. It, it's <clears throat> like any sound human being would be against war. And what we have is individuals 
creating war right now. You know, that's just crazy to think about. I think about that shit all the maybe time. Maybe this is the beginning of change, and maybe, maybe fucking fifty years down the line, we'll look back and go, "Okay, this was the era of truth that everybody's well, yeah. talking about." Yeah, I figure. I feel like it will be, but but my question now is, what side of this are we going to be on? Like, are it's we going to be looking back on it and like, like, oh, thank goodness we had that time and it's made everything better, or we'll be like. Fuck. We tried and now oh, we're even more. <laughs> that was the day. I, mean, I, I, think, I think we'll look back and, and be frightened if we listen to what the mainstream media is trying to tell us. If we if we actually bend to going, okay, I'm not going to look bend, at alternative bend media. Bend it over. I'm gonna like like seriously. Like I, I looked into uh, like Facebook is now uh, I guess filtering the media you can get <clears throat> on oh, your yeah, newsfeed. You know, my advice to anybody in 2017 is get, get the off, fuck off, off, get off Facebook. Yeah. Get off Facebook. Oh fuck that shit. I know, man. I know, I know, dude. But I was looking into uh, the. Source- Meanwhile, go to facebook.com <laughs> slash hide. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just couldn't, couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, that's the thing. Get off Facebook uh, as a yeah. mo- as a method of of living your life, but use it as a tool, man. People know this on the inside of themselves. It's important to stay open minded, and yes, there's a lot of bullshit out there. But it's going to take a lot of, honestly, this is, I think, the age right now of information where, you know, people are trying to convince us to not look at alternative media. And if we do that, if I'm not going to do it because I just go down the rabbit hole. So I I think I accidentally find myself in the alternative space just by default because... You can't. Well, if, you only get the same story in the mainstream media. It's all the same mimicked thing. I feel like if you were to go down rabbit holes in the mainstream media, you as an individual would get bored incredibly quickly because you would find all the holes in it. I, I'm you gonna find the up, holes in the holes. You find the holes <laughs> yeah. in the holes. Yeah, put the haze in the hose. <laughs> I um I was having breakfast and Jen was reading this Washington Post article out loud, and the first five sentences of this article said the exact same thing about Russia hacked us to influence the election. <laughs> Remember, Russia nice. hacked us to influence the election. But and no you proof. know the hacking that influenced the election? That was Russia. I mean, it just like three or four times. <laughs> and it's just, I, 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 I tuned out. I tuned out until I heard something new out of that article. And it was five or six sentences in. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And no one's ever refuted the evidence that WikiLeaks released because it's all because of that. But they're saying whoever released the information was some sort of Russian spy. So that I don't, I don't buy it anymore. Yeah, it's all a lot of bollocks. It makes my head hurt, honestly. I'm concerned with the state of the world because I live here. Yeah, for, me too. For, for the for the time being, anyway. But I've got to make my life here as pleasant and as enjoyable as possible. And stressing yeah. about this kind of shit, there are. Yeah, it's not a lot I can do about it. Well, that's yeah. That's the thing. Is is it's not worth stressing about. My dad gets really concerned if I ever bring up things like this that I have an opinion on because he feels as if I would stress out about it. He feels as if it would be something that would be hanging like a, a cloud over my head. And mm. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the thing, it's the way that I choose to educate myself about the current affairs in the world, mm-hmm. the, state of, the state of things. Yeah, it's looking at truth. I mean, we're talking about the way the world works, and it's your willingness to open your mind to it. And that, to the, to, that's what's scary about the world to me is 
we almost have to like reel ourselves back from thinking beyond all this garbage. You know, we get caught up in it. Because I think I caught think up in what caught up in, in thinking seeing, past it. Well, just seeing the sinister games of the world. Like personally, I believe in peace. We don't live in a world of peace. What the hell? So that's automatically makes me a stranger in this world, and I'm examining it. You exactly. know? Oh yeah, I'm with that viewpoint completely. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like it's important to always stay open to that and just being aware. It's like um, it's like this fucking movie, the Star Wars. You're like a Jedi in this matrix this world, this reality that we all live in, that we all share, we're trying to understand it. And there's real people who make it. It's like we go to work. We all rode on a highway because somebody designed a highway and put it down there. Now our lives are easier from that highway. You know, someone's actually ahead of us working on something. And so that's, that's kind of what I think the world is catching up to realizing now is, oh shit, everything's current. It's actual choices, human choices. And people are looking inside themselves a little yeah. more because of the internet and alternative media, I think is a, is a big um, reason for that personally. What, what sources of alternative media do you consume, Martin? So uh, what other than <clears throat> listening to Richie Allen podcast, higher side chats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Richie Allen and, and alchemy uh, radio. I listen to that one. Okay. Subreddits, conspiracy stuff. And okay. Nice. Truth stuff. And nice. Do, like I, it's it, kind of a daily interaction <laughs> with this stuff, but, um, I'm listening to the podcast a lot less and okay. kind of glimpsing at the few lines or whatever article it is and kind of just absorbing it and taking it on and then just moving on. Because it's all yeah. kind of still the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you touch base with it and go, okay, that's where we're at. But I'm, here's the thing. I'm not, I understand that I'm not like a contributor. I'm not like a journalist. I don't want to make a difference. Right. Particularly, you know, I'm not trying to save the world. I'm just trying to live in it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, on the, I'm on the hunt for this stuff. I'm not trying to change anybody's opinion on anything. I'm really not. That's not, that's not where I, why I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. the way you think. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I it's, like to be informed of, the, of what's going on mm -hmm, in the world right. just for my own reality tunnel of what, what I understand. But I'm not trying to change anybody else's yeah. view. Do you I know? think the importance is, is it, it changes you as a person and how you, how you interact with other yeah, people is what changes true, people. You true. Know? Yes, exactly. That's exactly. important. It's not about you trying to convince somebody else that the world, the wool is being pulled over our eyes. It's just you being... Being the person, the educatedness that that you are, what you've chosen to it, take in, and and how you interact with the world, and so if you, if if I have an understanding that the world is being like dumped a hatred upon, then I definitely can choose not to add to that and to oh, to be sure. be this beacon of of light, and that in and of itself changes my interaction with the world and yeah, sure. and the people around yeah, me. Yeah, sure, um, for sure. And um, for that way, you make a difference in, in your own way, just by yes. how you treat people and how, and how you view life. I get that. I get yeah, that. yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a difference between that point of view, which is nice, which is very human. That's beautiful. That's it. That's, there's yeah. a difference between that. And the guy was like, oh, my God, look what I've just found here, the truck driver <laughs> of the, uh, you know, the disaster in Paris. I've seen him. I know where his family lives. Oh, my God. Let's, let's go down the family tree. He's oh, me. And then, I'm <laughs> <laughs> and then let me tweet about this. Let me yes. do it. You know, and, and they get, these people get so into it. And I'm yeah. just feeling like detach a little bit. Detach mm. a bit. Go a little bit zen, a little bit buddha. They're just detach. constantly chasing the carrot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, it's it, everybody is still. We we do have to live in this system, and there are people who are working to 
expose the system that I don't think anybody really knows what you would do when yeah, that happens. Yeah, that's true though. It's and, really and, you true. You know, it's it's when it's when you <laughs> it's when you're complaining about your job and you're like, I'm gonna go talk to my boss. I'm gonna fucking tell him what's what. I don't want to do this part of the job anymore. And then it's like. Yeah, but then he can just say no. When the fuck are you going to do then? Yeah. It's been and nice working with you. Know, Ian. Yeah, right. It's just like, <laughs> uh, wait a minute. I should know how valuable I am. I should know those kinds of things before, and like what my options are before I, uh, I try and rock this boat all that much. You know, learn, learn everything. Like, uh, I don't keeping know. it real. I think you got to keep it real, you know? Yeah. So even with like your bosses and stuff, I think there's a level of respect you can gain with people. No matter what position you work in, I think if you're weak in certain areas, people will prey on that. And a lot of people who take those positions enjoy power, enjoy working their way up. It's just a thing. But it's important as just an individual to... This is what I've noticed. This is how I feel like I've avoided like actual ever being in a fight with anybody. Is just talking, like literally talking to someone. Yeah. And if you're scared of someone, talking to them even more. And like understanding who they are, um, I don't know because I think if you get on a level, then people can kind of hold each other accountable a little bit better. If that makes any sense, instead of like fearing someone else's choice and just oh, okay, I should, I'm just going to do my job and not well, speak if, up about if, something. Or, right? If if you make a decision to react to somebody, then you're kind of making a decision for both of them because then they will have to react to you. So if you start to react like all defensive and violent. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. They they could probably react in kind. Whereas if you just you're like, oh wait a minute, you just yeah talk through whatever's going on. I really like your ficus, sir. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's it's keeping it real. I think keeping that sounds cheesy. And 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 can I add keeping it unreal? Absolutely. Detaching from yeah. whatever you believe is is yes. a reality. Absolutely. And finding new realities. The constructs. Yeah. You, you know, not, you don't have to subscribe just to a, a reality just because it's popular. You know. Yeah. Uh, and also spirituality. I mean, that's, that's how, easier said than done. Because a lot of people, like a lot of people, join a lot of you know clubs and organizations, and you associate yourself with certain crowds, you know what I mean? So how did you guys do that? Like, how did you guys come to, I don't know if we've ever discussed this really, but like, what was the thing that unlocked you from like the alter, like what, from the, uh, from yeah, the what world? opened your mind to the alternative sphere? Oh, Martin, you want to, you want to take that? What, what defined the alternative sphere? Like what, I've been alive a long time. But what like unlocked your brain? Like when, How old were you when you decided, oh, something's off here? I knew when I was about 14. Like I think I had a great childhood. Like my mum and dad are great, very loving family, you, yeah. know, you know, working class, blue collar, but it was great, great. Uh, I got to about 14, I think, and um, just, just one day just went, you know what? Something's really wrong here. You know, when I was looking at the future, because up until that point, I was just playing with fucking <laughs> Star Wars toys. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, but yeah, around that age, I started looking at the world and like, okay, you need to pick a career, get a job. You need to do this. You need to fit into the system. You need to start to mold your life into oh, one yeah. of these boxes that's pre been pre-designed for you. Do you want to be this <laughs> or this box? And I thought, I don't want to be in any of these boxes. Yeah. And, I, and then just realizing... There's no altern alternatives. These are the choices. You're yeah, like going, forced. Yeah, yeah. I go, oh, this isn't this this construct that you're forcing me into. There's something wrong with it. Yeah. Something, something dark.
talk about it uh, since then, really. Yeah. Wow. Man, I I feel my story. I mean, I think I've I've told you the story a number of times. I don't know if we've ever released it on the show, but like, I feel like is I it the high heels part? So much longer than that. Well, happened? almost twice as long as you. My, my naivete oh. about things, about the world, about the way it worked versus the way it. Sh- you could, had a, you had a bit work. of a, an epiphany coming to LA, didn't you? I did. I, well, it all happened kind of all in the same all in the same time. I I moved to LA and lost all of my belongings. Yeah, so like there was a complete a death I, and a I rebirth. Had, I mean, yeah. shit. I didn't just pull the cover off. I like stripped the bed and flipped the whole thing out the window. <laughs> like that's that's how different I am. So yeah, for yeah. me it was that But look at those it wings. It was like 27 to 27 to 30 to mm. about now, you know, 30 31, you know. I'm 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 definitely on a, a path that is like growing this way. Yeah. You know, getting it's expanding my my brain. You're like the industrial world. revolution of uh, human population on the earth. <laughs> yes. That's yes. your consciousness yeah. at that same Yeah. So go on, Joe. What about have you, you? Have you finished yet? Yeah, what about you? Uh I think the first time I can remember uh the magic of the world kind of being different was finding out Santa Claus wasn't real. That was Wait a minute. Oh, weird. this is news. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> is this fake news? Coming in. <laughs> dun, 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 I can't believe it. Santa Claus. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Bullshit. Chris Kringle is currently in custody. Shit, that's no. funny. <laughs> Go on. You found out Santa Claus. I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. Uh, and how, that was, how, old? how old were you? Oh, probably like eight or nine, something like that. Okay. Right. But my family played it up and like we like our Christmases were always really extravagant and crazy and I feel like I'm I was really blessed when I was a kid. But it's just weird to like when I think about reality, that was when it shifted. I was like, oh shit, they fucking lied. This was all made up. This he's not even real. That's not okay, fuck. So it's yeah. like no longer the mud patties in the backyard, you know, you're making your little restaurant oh, and you right. see it as a real thing. <laughs> right. It's now, this is a mud patty and I may get sick from it. You know? <laughs> oh, man. For me, for me, I always viewed that as a game though. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't think, to think about my parents. You fucking lied to me? <laughs> I just, it never, it never occurred to me to call it lying. It is technically know. lying. It is. It's it not is. even technically you know lying. I, I remember that moment though. Yeah. I remember that moment when I, when I discovered. So mm-hmm. I think a neighbor told me. And my mother was pissed off because I was really young. Ah, oh, shit. And the neighbor went, you know, it's not real. Oh. I was so young though, I can't even remember uh, my impact it had on me, but. Yeah, finding out your parents are lying is the first step oh, on the road to, to alternative news. Yeah, couldn't I couldn't go back. I couldn't go back to thinking normally oh, thinking again. Man, I've never thought normally though. I've always been I've always been an, an oddity. So yeah. I, I'm I'm used to feeling outside mm-hmm. and used to feeling that the mainstream like alone. Yeah, I'm Loneliness? a complete loner. Yeah. Like a rebel. Yeah, I'm a rebel alliance. A one-man <laughs> rebel alliance. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's well, I come in peace. <laughs> Sometimes it feels quite lonely, though. You oh, know, of course. It's, of course you know, it I... My brother, my brother doesn't buy into... I thought, no, I thought he was getting into it. Well, he does, but he, he, like, he doesn't buy into the activeness of it happening, like, presently right now. He is still in the process of kind of um, 
on the outskirts just getting a broad understanding that this kind of stuff possibly might be going on. Does he think Santa Claus is real? <laughs> he, he thinks that he's got like a cousin that helps him out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's hard for people though. People who are plugged into the mainstream, who, who you know, it's a it's a security net for them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's safe. It's a safe place. We're being told the truth, and uh, these people know the information, and the government and the politicians. Yeah, they're doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you know oh, what of course they mean? are. Of it's a much are. safer place to, to be than to realize that everything's fucking corrupt and we're being well, we, lied to constantly. We wow. live in a fragile state because I saw this video, speaking of Live Leak, of a guy, he was this crazy fundamental preacher dude who went to a mall where there were all these kids in line to go mm. sit on Santa's lap. He's like, I'm going in because Christmas is about the birth of Jesus Christ. And he's, you know, <laughs> saying his thing. And I heard about so this. then he turns and he's like walking and he's like, Santa Claus isn't real. So here we go. We're going to tell him the truth. Folks, my name is Pastor David. Kids, I wanted to tell you today that there is no such thing as Santa Claus. Santa Claus does not exist. The Christmas season is about Jesus. Jesus was born 2016 years ago. He was born in a manger in a small town called Bethlehem. And that's the truth about Christmas. The man you're gonna see today is just a man in a suit dressed up like Santa, but Santa does not exist. Santa's not real. And parents, y'all need to stop lying to your children and telling them that Santa Claus is real when in fact he's not. You're lying to your kids. <laughs> Santa Claus oh isn't God. real. Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> and then, like, lo and behold, you know, obviously some of the dads step out and they walk up and they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like trying to get close to his camera. He's like, look at my camera. But this is really scrawny yeah, looking Yeah, dudes. he's like, don't touch my, yeah, don't touch me. But uh, essentially this guy felt compelled to go into a mall where these parents are just doing this fairy tale thing with their kids. Like they've been conditioned to show up to the mall, take their kid, introduce them in a mall to this fairy tale character for however many years until all of a sudden they have to say, Hey, I hate to break it to you. But that's that fine. What's wrong with that? That's nothing's good. wrong with it. I think pretend and, and, and yeah, it is good. Keep it special for kids. That's all right. But I think that's, I think that's a level of, for me personally, that's a level of like seeing the world as such. It's like, if we can do that on that level, then isn't doesn't that put everything in the realm of it's all pretend? Like everything's pretend. If we can gauge something pretend. to be real in this instance, but not in, in that, you know. So, so you're suggesting that parents should sit down their their like seven, eight, nine year old kids <laughs> exactly. and being like, so Timmy, Santa Claus isn't real. And the Illuminati control everything. <laughs> so no, no. Just use it as a, are you saying you're going to use it as a segue into like I, I teaching think, them about the real world? I mean, I mean, seriously, if you tell your kid this stuff, yeah, it's shocking. But the reality is, and then David Ike comes out dressed as Santa Claus. Someone's pulling and pushing the gears and all. But the shit. thing we is, the thing is, nothing is real. I think that's no. It makes you realize is, everything everything's is, choices. Everything's well, what's choices. real? I mean, that's the thing. It's everybody has to define what real is. What reality is for yes. them? Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because and people build constructs in, in their yeah. mind that the reality tunnel that, that makes them safe. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and we all have our own version of this. Yes. That we walk around. Yeah. With, you know. Um, Can you carry your own safety? That's the thing. You know, is is your safety the apartment or the house that you have and all the stuff that you've got? And if you lose it all, you're a fucking like broken man on the street. Exactly, or yeah. I, like I said, I, I can't imagine thinking the opposite of that of this now. No. Well, you, you know, can't. Once you've once your eyes are open, you can't. You can't go back. <laughs> you can't be like Santa's real. <laughs> Santa's real. Yeah. You, you don't see the Wizard of Oz and then Come go on home with the and, force and the force talk about me. it. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 You follow that yellow brick road. You're gonna, you're yeah. gonna get more than you bargained for. And I guess it's a burden in some ways, but I'd rather I'd rather be clued up. I'd rather be, exactly. I'd rather know what's going on. I will. Know? But if, it's just if something happened, if something happens, I would rather know that it was coming. Yeah. I would rather have an idea of. Of what people have said we would do afterwards. You yeah. know, that's a different that's a different education. It gives you a level of understanding, like, w- what some people are doing on the planet. So when you work your way through and do the things that you love, hopefully, you can have an influence on other people and help, through communication, you help people stay aware and, and keep integrity alive, if that makes any sense. I don't know. That's all I think. That's the only, like... Because, I, I don't know, everyone's like a doomsday because Trump's going to be president. Oh, everyone's no. freaking the fuck just out. And I'm just like, shut. It's just, oh, it's going to be fine, people. Like, if it all falls apart, so be it. That's leading us to a, a truth about everything that's going on. Or hopefully people start correcting shit. And it's just kind of, I think, a lot of the, um, the secrets and the non-transparency and those levels of things that... I think are starting to shock people's minds, and that's the onslaught of the. It's fake almost news too thing. much, though. It's too much at the minute. I mean, we have cracked yeah. open a, yeah. a little. It's uh, going to continue. Though. It's never going to stop. Yeah, I, I have to limit it's, my. I have to limit, limit my interaction with it. But we're. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like as we interact with the world, like dude, I didn't. I never, ever, in my life, I've never been around so many passionate political people. Mm. Than this past election yeah. that I didn't know existed, right. and being around it was super intimidating. I was only because I wasn't on the. I'm completely disconnected emotionally from it. But seeing other people, a room full of people, not that shit was freaking. That that was something I had not experienced. Yeah, in a long but time. how deep were they into it? Like you go deep, you go down a rabbit hole. To I mean, me, this is just the human nature where we we're just pitted against each other. It's blue yeah. versus red, black yeah. versus white. Pick a side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's your favorite team? Yeah. Yeah. That's just what human beings do. We divide into groups and cause conflict with each other. It's just our fucking nature. Such an interesting year it has been. Again, like, you know, we've had the Olympics happen every four years. The election happens every four years. It was a jubilee year. Yeah. One at the, what's what's the other thing? Shemitah. Yes. Like, just a lot of things have kind of, you know, seemed to revolve around this year, along with a lot of celebrity deaths. Like, oh yeah, all the celebrities. You know, deaths. some some Josh, kind Josh of Gabor died. Didn't you? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Some very some very poignant people. Yeah. have have Prince checked a big out, one, dude. <laughs> Prince, yeah. Alan, Rickman, Alan Rickman, David Bowie, David Bowie. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I wasn't laughing at, at Prince bowing out. That's actually <laughs> terribly sad. And there's like a whole rabbit hole of that conspiracy. Oh come on, not, <laughs> come on, man! I've not heard this one. Ah, yes. The no, Prince death conspiracy. No, it's it's yeah. Oh, is it because he were on some news program talking about something? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I saw the uh, State of the Black Union. Dick Gregory, he said something that really hit home about um, this 
phenomena of chemtrails. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to see these trails in the sky all the time. And so oh, that's cool. A jet just went over. And then you started to see a whole bunch of them. And the next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing and you didn't know why. Okay, and, and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. Well, and then Kanye West. Well, me too. You heard about Kanye? Well, so he goes on this like 12 minute rant in one of his concerts, and the very next day, cancel the rest of the tour. He goes, they. they, What was his run to? Rehab. Oh, I mean, his rant. He was ranting about uh, Jay Z and Beyonce and kind of the politics in the music industry. The Illuminati. I mean, he was calling out. I mean, (laughs) seriously, though, he was calling out the the way it's run. Yeah, he was calling out the game. Like some uh, Dave Chappelle shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Chappelle bowed out, didn't he? He went, whoa. Oh, he went. Your fucks are trying to get me involved in something, yeah. See, I didn't know why. I wouldn't. There's an interview. I don't know who it's with, but he's uh, he's definitely alluding to uh, dark forces and, uh, you know, nefarious Acts behind closed yeah. doors. When Martin Lawrence was in that chair, we talked about Blue Streak. I love it. He played a role in your life, I believe. How do you feel about him as a person, as an artist? Martin Lawrence is the guy that showed everybody you can make it from D.C. to Hollywood. And uh, I had a personal stake in his success. Every time he did something, it made me feel inspired and really good. And he was always real nice to me. He'd sit me down, what's going on with you, baby boy? What, what? Talk about comedy, whatever. And, uh, you know, when we did Blue Streak, we were promoting it, and Martin had a stroke. He almost died. And then after that, I saw him, and I was like, oh, my God, Martin, are you okay? And he said, I got the best sleep I ever got in my life. (laughs) That's how tough he is. So let me ask you this. What is happening in Hollywood that a guy that tough will be on the street waving a gun, screaming, they are trying to kill me. Yeah. What's going on? Why is Dave Chappelle going to Africa? Why does Mariah Carey make a $100 million deal and take clothes off on TRL? It, a weak person cannot get to sit here and talk to you. Ain't no weak people talking to you. So what is happening in Hollywood? Nobody knows. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person. So they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. Oh, goodness. I mean, that, I... Oh, I mean, again, we're talking about consuming media, news. These are, I mean, when you talk about stuff like that and you're like, oh, no, I've not even seen that. That's just one fragment of 
the whole bigger picture. And so it does become an overwhelming hey, it's, it's puzzle, is, you know? It is, it is, it is. And then, you know, you, you, you have this piece of information. Oh, yeah, Prince. You know, there's a conspiracy behind that. We're on some TV show. Oh, you could get on YouTube and just yeah, do yeah. Prince but what, death what conspiracy good is, what or whatever. What good is that information It's doing just it? people who are curious and are, are wondering how people are going to try to convince someone. Like, ultimately, when I watch videos like that, documentaries, I'm serious. I never watch going, this is going to give me all the truth I need. I literally no. watch seeing if they're lying to me. And I try to read what they're saying and then I go watch something else about the same subject and then I just literally watch over the same subject just a bunch of things to kind of gauge what people are trying to report about mm-hmm. and yeah some people do it better than others but it is taking all the information in and no it's not important for everyone to go down that road it's too much yeah, it really is yeah. and no one has time for it um, yeah yeah the, the builders of the world aren't doing this. They're not That's consuming I mean. this I mean, shit. The pe- people are busy. People have got uh, jobs and mortgages and kids. And, uh, you know, it's just enough just to fucking get through the day to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. But, but don't just put your head in the sand and pretend it's not right. going on. No. And it's you important know, for people who that. do research to do it and then to inform those who can make an impact in the society or whatever to do their job. Integrity. It's, it's so easy now to find alternative sources of media and news that come to your phone directly yeah that it doesn't have to be Fox News it doesn't have to be CNN you can have for sure you can have newsletters from davidike.com sent to your email yeah, yeah for sure Oh yeah, let's talk about or James Corbett. We all, so we all went oh, to see shit. David Ike we this shit. year uh-huh. September yeah, it was in Irvine in uh, Orange County I yeah. guess is it It was uh, 10 hours 10 hours I didn't I must admit I didn't make the whole 10 hours No no you bowed out I early. bowed out I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I wish I, I thought to myself I'd like to catch the uh, the the DVD or whatever he puts yes. out. Yes. Because I missed the last portion. He's but. been putting a bunch of them out, like, on YouTube. Has he? Yeah, he puts out, like, big chunks from oh, different cities of, like, certain subjects. Because it, it was yeah. great. It was great. It was fascinating the yeah. whole time. It was. It was. He's really got a point of view, and he's really convinced by it. Uh, and uh, it wasn't comfortable in there. Like, ah, fucking hell. It's, it's cool because right now, like, since we've seen it, there's been events in the world that people have been reporting on. And so as he's been, he's been updating his presentation, uh, okay. so he'll put out updated videos uh, um, yeah. of sections about, you know, whatever's going on. So, I mean, that's important. He's kind of, uh, yeah. he's always been leading that charge yeah, for some reason. Yeah, so what's reason, your thoughts you know? on David Icke? See, I didn't know much about him before we went to go see this. I, I went and looked up his video, um, and I'd heard mostly his name because of Richie Allen. You know, because I've been listening to his show. This is the Richie Allen Show. In association with DavidIke.com. My pal, David Ike. I like that show. Me too. I, I, mean, I, I like that show. I definitely I like, enjoy yeah. the show. Yeah, I like it. Um, but, but hearing him talk about the, the worldwide wake-up, I mean, just the name. for It just sounded yeah, like yeah. something that was, that mm-hmm. was up my alley at yeah, the moment. Yeah. So... I was. I mean, how many of these things can you go to in the world? You know, yeah. like how many of those kinds of conferences exist? Yeah, that are literally a presentation about how the world works and what's going on. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, you used to go to to hear people talk in you know the ancient Roman coliseums and shit, and and these were the same kinds of things yeah. they were presenting. Is was. Uh, That's why we were wearing robes. Observations <laughs> on on things. Yeah, exactly. He is though. He's like a shaman. He's like he's mm-hmm. like a, like an ancient sage, you yeah. know, of modern times. But he's a modern kind of shaman. It's like a college course, all wrapped in like. Yeah. A, I don't know. It's it's very informative. Like I felt like it was. I th- I don't know. It's important. I mean, literally, if, if you only give yourself ten hours 
in your entire life, like maybe you've never looked into this stuff before. And I can't imagine being completely naive going into that room oh, yeah, and then yeah, being yeah. exposed to all that and just being like, what? You'd what, come what? out like a cabbage. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> the food. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. No, I don't know. I don't know how somebody consumes that all in one 10-hour session for the first time and really wakes up and knows what to do, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it's, it kind of puts the icing on the top of, like, all the years of research that you do and then someone who's just organized it. And yeah. whether it's all true or not, fuck, that's to be... That's to be uh, it's, no, it's no less of a... To me, like I said, 14 years old, looking at this behemoth of a reality, David Icke's version is no less plausible. It's no more strange no. to me than the, the, the other one. No, no. We just, just happen like, to be living in one, yeah. but we may not know yeah. we're living in the other. Yeah, it's, it's no... Yeah. I mean, it's out there. Bro. We know the financial structure. There could be aliens, is what we're all saying. There could be no. like some sort of... You know, it's this funny. is a video game. <clears throat> well, the, we're yeah, living a hologram. Kind of yeah. relating to all that. It's like back in the days of of my church youth, there was that that whole saying: "Live in the world, but not of it." It was the big Christian saying: "In the world, but not of it." And in the, that's hold like, on, like, explain that one to me. Live in the world, but not of it. What does not of it mean? Don't get strippers and don't like uh, <laughs> be an elitist bastard. I mean, it's 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 like I'm here because through no choice of my own. I have to live in the world, but I don't have to be consumed by the fucking bullshit and right. fakeness. Because you're supposed and, to be okay. of Christ. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to be of, of Christ and it's of It's not love the world, though, is it? Like that's that. of society. That's well, right, but world. I mean, it's, it's in, in, a, in anything. Like, if you think of us as being, you know, living in a matrix, it's like we live in this matrix, but we're not of this matrix. We're of the real world. We are not... Of these human bodies, yeah. we are of consciousness that yeah. is from somewhere else. We go beyond it. Recognize that this is not us. This yeah, is yeah. just what we're doing. Yeah. These are our earth suits and we're that's, in conscious yeah, yeah. Uh, That is how yeah, I've well, grown yeah. to interpret that saying. And that's exactly what you guys were just uh, yeah. mentioning there. I mean, that's, that's how I look at everything. It makes it weird to go back and forth when you see the world that way, right? I mean, seriously, for me at least. Like when you can step outside and go... This is all just particles, every single thing. And then everything within it, like all the laws and all the rules and all the games going on. You're like, these are just particles coming together, creating ideas and... Everything believe, is pretend. Mr. Mr. Lucas would call them midi chlorians. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <Indeed. Yeah. laughs> nice. <clears throat> Which brings us to the part nice in our segue. show where uh, mm-hmm. we're going to invite uh, three of our favorite friends mm-hmm. in for uh, for the back end of the show. Welcome to Three of Movie Ghosts. Yeah. Well, let's just take a, a ch- costume change break real quick uh, <laughs> with uh, the that's badass commercial. <laughs> <laughs> dozing off at work? Do you find yourself getting lost in an abyss of your own thoughts? Well, let me tell you something. That's badass. That's badass. That's badass. Oh, hey, baby, that's badass. Yeah.
Welcome to the last episode of Three Movie Goes. <laughs> Do you know what, though? You guys have been saying, it's the last high there. It's the last three. This is it. Why? Why? We're, we're wrapping up high there, I think, at 70, because we want to, we're trying to develop the future. It doesn't mean that it's the last shows. It doesn't mean that it's the last time we'd ever do a podcast. I think for for me, at least, it would be like if we close out this and we start up a new type of different show, we get an opportunity to do it differently. The way yeah. that you continually were talking about, you know, structuring shows, uh-huh. you know, slightly differently. So that's, I don't know, that's the way, the only way we thought about it. Yeah. Never say never is what I was saying. Never that's say true. never. Never say never. I learned that from Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... There was uh, yet another Star Wars movie. Star came out. Wars, mm-hmm. Rogue One, yeah. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Um, the the logline: The Rebel Alliance makes a risky move to steal the plans for the Death Star, setting up the epic saga to follow. Which was basically the just the opening uh, <laughs> scroll. <laughs> it was yeah. on on uh, a New Hope. It was. It was, mm-hmm. and, and they basically made that into a film, which. Honestly, this this was a good film. This was way better than Force Awakens, which I thought yeah. was f- like fan fiction shite. Force Awakens, <laughs> Force Awakens. <laughs> well, uh, it's it had it had an entire universe to fit into, whereas Rogue One, I mean, I think they did a better job fitting into the whole world. But they, it was definitely. See, I thought that was a fan film. This one, yeah. Well, this had elements of it as well, <clears throat> oh for sure. But the other was straight out fanfic shite. Yeah. Everything going forward, the Han Solo movie, wherever you're going to, they're all going to feel a little bit like fan fiction. Yes, all yes. Of them are, all of them are. <clears throat> For sure. Disney-fied, you know, versions. They're getting rich. But this one was dark. It was really dark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So you saw it last night. I did. So it's the freshest in your mind. I, it is. It's fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Tell uh, me this. Tell um, me this. How was Forrest Whitaker's eye? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about his voice. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Do you know what? It's funny. I, I didn't do this on purpose, but uh, I watched Species, film oh. 1995, 1996. Okay. And he's, he's in it, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Nice. And he's got the hammiest acting style I've ever seen. And I remember thinking... He's a good actor for us with This must be just a dodgy part. And then I watched this yeah. the day after, and I'm like, yeah. he's just a bad actor, this guy. He's just, <laughs> what the fuck? Now, but he did, he was in The Last King of Scotland, wasn't he? He was. I yeah. didn't see that, but I, I feel it like. He was good. I remember it being good. Yeah, he might have, maybe it's the, he's maybe hit or it's miss. the script. He's hit or maybe miss. It's, he was kind of a Mortan uh, from. Uh, a Mortan Joe? Yeah, he was kind of a Mortan <laughs> Joe-ish to me, like that whole kind of Mad Max over the oh, life. Oh yeah, 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 over the top, over the yeah. top, sorry. over the top, yeah, yeah, over yeah. the life. Maybe that's his acting style and some role suited and some some. Yeah, guy. maybe, maybe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. So. It was, it was, it was. Well, see, he was the one face it seemed for the whole movie. Like I know who Diego Luna is, I know who Felicity Jones is, but they're not big recognizable people. Whereas Forrest Whitaker, I mean, it's like he um, had asthma. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's with that tank you were using. Mm-hmm. You, you know who Forrest Whitaker is, and and he was slightly the most out of place part of that movie for me. Yeah, and I there agree. was a whole CG character in this movie. There's two. That was definitely yes. the most out of character. Well, I mean, Princess Leia at the end. That's a uh, little cameo, dude. The fucking Peter Cushing. I know, and it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Bad. Fuck you both. No. Bad, bad. It took me All out. Right. It was the bear scene of the Revenant. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what? I do agree. It just was... get the dude. Who was the? There's a dude that played him in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, just kind of look alike. Well, well, they and they did. They hired. They hired somebody who did the motion capture, and then they just redid 
the face. I mean, it was it, horrid. It's always the lips. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The lips. The lips. Well, it was that in the way the body turned. It was like kind of glitchy. Yeah. It did a couple of glitchy turns, and I was like, fuck. For me, for me the unbelievable. <laughs> Just disappointed. It was over. The glitchy turns. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. I saw it. The, for me, I will I will I agree with both of you. Um it was it was not great the 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 animation. It was fine. I'm sure that was a bitch to put together. I'm sure that was yeah. an amazing feat. And congratulations skin, to them. The skin, the, the the way the lighting hit the skin and the way the skin moved, especially <laughs> up against the real person character, it was yeah. it was it was a big risk they took. The voice and I think was, they did okay. The voice wasn't right though either. I get this. I want the voice in the lips, according to Marty. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was a small part of the film. It didn't stop my my oh, enjoyment yeah. of the film. Yeah, you didn't did, walk no, out no. or anything. You no, stayed no, no, because no, it was still. just setting up. So it was setting up what you knew was supposed to be coming in yeah. Star Wars, I was which intense. was okay. I, mean, I was all right. With I was I was pretty disappointed in that. I, I, w- I personally, that's what took me out of the film. Was like, oh damn it! What that that guy, the CGI guy? Really? Yeah, the whole film. Not it the whole it film. took me out of just. I thought how perfect the rest of it was done. Yeah, like, yeah it was. I was too was busy really going real stormtroopers. What the fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They even did like the yeah, uh, that was cool. the sparks and like all of it. It was very theatrical, but it was true to the original films to me. Like that's what was cool about it. It was. The, this is the best Star Wars film since Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. I thought nice. Yeah, Return of the Jedi was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I watched you know the first three and then this one. Uh, did you? Did either of you see the made for TV Ewok movies? Oh no. no. Oh man. They're really bad. They're really like <laughs> they're really they're really little house on the prairie kind of Star Wars movies. Like but pulling muffins out of the oven and yes, shit. Not even oh, joking. No. Not even joking. Oh, no. Um but yeah, there were yeah, there were not- <clears throat> two made for TV Ewok movies. Oh uh-huh. that's um, awesome. Interesting. Wicked, but they have an awesome little world. Like who wouldn't want to go into that uh, world? Uh, I would uh, live there. Endor. I would Endor, totally live yes, there. Right. Oh man, it was uh, great. So what has anybody heard? What does George think of it? Because I didn't think oh. he didn't like Force Awakens. Let's check it? this out. George Lucas. I'd be curious if he were. He said he'll it. decide when his bank gives him a call. No, he's, he's not worrying about his bank. Here's a little piece of out. trivia. The uh, guy who came up with the story for Rogue One, one of the guys who came up with the story for Rogue One, he and his brother uh, created Photoshop. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. John Knoll. He works for ILM. There's not really much of a story there, though. There's not a lot. There's no new characters to really get in in depth about. Not past this one movie. But yeah. Well, but we knew. See, I not not you, that I got it spoiled for me, but there were a lot of people who um, had the theory that because we don't know any of these characters in the other Star Wars movies, they've got to die. Yeah. They're, this is it's a suicide mission for them yeah, to be able right. to do this. So. I had an idea that <clears throat> this was all we were going to ever know of these it characters. It was Rogue One. They didn't all have to die. I don't. I disagree with that. And you know, you leave Star Wars, take no new, prisoners, new hope. Uh, you know, and you're in love with these people. No, yeah. Han, no, Luke, you got You got to start over. And like, you know, <laughs> well, they had, what? Like, like, Martin, they're going to get old. <laughs> they don't want to deal with them. They don't want to CGI everybody. They had. They had. They had you the left intent. that movie with like. <laughs> these, with, you know. But you had the intent to to make more movies with those characters. Right. They Disney. Right. Okay. Disney is like we know that this is it. How and long so until this is the story we. Can tell. How long until they're all animated characters? That's, that's gonna happen in the future. I thought about that. It's already happening, dude. They've got that. the fucking you know Rogue One series or whatever. I won't go see on Disney. I won't go see him. I won't do it. There'll be a time in the future where it'll be difficult to tell. 
I mean, oh gosh, I don't know if I can. Oh, do it. But but how long have they been doing this? Jar Jar Binks is is okay. Jar Jar fucking Binks. I, in in terms of the computer animation in the day, it was all right. Gollum looks really good. Yeah, Gollum um, does look good. But it hasn't gotten all that much better than than that up until this point. You yeah, know, like we're saying, we're pulling apart Peter Cushing, like yeah. the uh, librarian ghost from Ghostbusters at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Slime. Oh, I didn't see this new one. No, the not the oh the, the first mean, yeah the original yeah. oh the, the the one of the uh, the library the yeah yeah the old woman <laughs> they're all sneaking up on her. So uh, this is according to Gareth Edwards. This is what George Lucas thought. He said, "I don't want to put words into his mouth, but I can honestly say that I can die happy now. He really liked the movie, so it meant a lot. No offense to anyone here, but it was the most important review to me. You guys are more important. You guys are important too. But he's kind of God." I will take that conversation to my grave. It's a real privilege. His opinion means the world to me. So, so I guess he liked it. He said that to his face. <laughs> by sounds of it. Well, and then he went you know, home and went. This, this website, Cinema Blend, put it in a different block, and they put a quote mark here, so oh, I think that's real. Fake news. I mean, I have, exactly. This could be fake news, dude. How do we know that that's what There's no way. Well, you'd have to study who, who what this company is. Seriously, that's the rabbit hole you have to go down these days. It is! You know? you got to okay. go, who owns this company? You're right. You know what? Uh, so, uh, activist emails, but you know, you get these groups sending you emails of, you know, sign the petition to pardon Snowden and, and you're like oh yeah Edward Snowden did some good stuff he showed us that the NSA is hacking us and blah 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 or spying on us and then I, I was like wait a minute I'm not going to sign this petition I want to see who owns this who sent me this <laughs> read the company name went and found the company googled who owns that company and it's the Hearst company yeah. as in William Randolph Hearst mm. and I'm like this is a this is a major media uh, you know, company. You know what's interesting to think about? <laughs> really, like remember ET? They actually disclosed people were being spied on, like being able to hack and and spy into people's phone lines and stuff like that. And I'm sure other movies did it, but that's always been something that's been kind oh, of the unspoken. They're after us, lads. They're here. They're like that's they're why. Speaking that's about why it. this is the last hiding. <laughs> we're Johnny. Okay, so let's talk about some trailers. We uh, we watched some interesting trailers this week. Uh, John Wick 2. John Wick 2, yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, the first one was brilliant. Yes. Because, you know, it come out of the retail. It looks like in this one he's got offered a job to do, <laughs> and then everybody comes after him. Uh, yeah. And, and I see he's got a dog with him. I don't mm. know. His dog's we'll going to we'll die. See. I'm sure it'll be brilliant. I'm sure it'll be brilliant. I'm sure it'll be a visual uh, feast. <laughs> there were some impressive Absolutely. moments in the trailer, yeah. for sure. A visual Keanu feast. Yeah. For anyone who's hungry for some Keanu. <laughs> I like Keanu. It's good. Keanu's I watched good. a really strange horror movie with Keanu in. Um, but he he was uh, like a, a, a dad and a husband. Oh, well, left alone I've for the weekend. i for this, yes. Yeah. So these two girls turn up and it's pouring down with rain. And, knock, uh, knock. Knock, knock, that's it. Yeah. What's the name of this It's movie? an Eli who's Roth movie. Yeah, it's an oh. Eli Roth oh. movie. Yeah, a really fucked up film. But he was brilliant in it, Keanu. It was really out of character, not really a, a role for him because it's usually the action man. But he like completely just played a victim in this. Nice. Uh, he was getting beat up. He was getting all kinds of shit. What happening to him? And Damn. he just watching him. It, it was it was nice. fucking brilliant in it. There's a new M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, Shyamalan Bing Bong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I would like to see. It's got. Um, uh, it's called Split. There it is. Mm. Split. It has James McAvoy in it. Okay. Uh, have you seen a trailer for this? I have, I have not. not. No. Well, let's let's check this out. Yeah. 
trailers these days, they give you so much. I know, right? I'm sure they'll like trailer. twist. I'm sure there's going to be a twist in it to where you're like, oh, they didn't. <clears throat> well, of course there you is. Know. It's in uh, I still don't like movies that give that much. I wish they would just easily feed you a, a small... third of that trailer could have been cut out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, movie of the year. What's the movie of the year then, lads? Man, that's Krampus, a... I think, took it again. The movie of the year. Goodness gracious. Um, movie of the year for me uh, was Don't Breathe. Don't breathe. Really? That was badass. I'm. That uh, was a great uh, film. Cool, cool. I I did want to see it. Never got a chance. It's and like then a the thriller. It's, it's not really a horror. It's more of a thriller, kind mm. of a home invasion movie, but in reverse. Nice. People, these kids invade this guy, this blind guy's house, trying to steal. He's like a vet. They want to steal his money, but oh. he's blind. But yeah, that house is his domain. And nice. these 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 oh, these kids are like fucking. You know, fly on a on a fucking spider web. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Sounds awesome. It's great. Nice. So nice. really shady, dark characters in there. Nobody's likable. Um, it, there's some interesting stuff I've never seen before. It's really fast. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're good. Cool. Ferry Alvarez directed it. Uh, okay. Guy who did the Evil Dead remake. Brilliant. I liked that. Oh, you did? The Evil Dead remake? The remake. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that one's great. That was great. I saw quite a lot of movies this year. Nice. Any Any honorable mentions? I really like The Conjuring 2. I thought that was good. Nice. I have not seen this Conjuring 2. Conjuring 2, that was good. Um, horror movie. Lights Out was okay. The Blair Witch remake was okay. Um, Suicide Squad were okay. Yeah. It's not been a bad year for movies. Yeah. This year. The Revenant came out. The Revenant? In January. Was that January? I would think that's my top, probably, of all of them. From the Revenant. Revenant. Didn't we panic on this very podcast? <laughs> slightly. Slightly. <laughs> yeah, it came out in what day? What day? January 8th. Wow, The Revenant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's the best movie you saw this year. I think that's the one that really sticks out to me. Nice. Yeah. I think hype and just kind of <laughs> performance and I don't know. Yeah. Um, for me, my movie of the year was a film called The Invitation. Oh, right, yeah. It was uh, about an invitation to a dinner party, yeah, and yeah. these these just group of friends, they get together and have this dinner party, and one of the characters is really suspicious of things going on. And that movie, it just kept me on edge the entire time because I expected something to be going on. Yeah. Is You're, it like Clue? That kind of no. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's I don't know. I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's, um, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. You should check it out. It's, um, and it pays off fairly well. Heck I also really enjoyed Goodnight Mommy. Uh, Goodnight Mommy. Yeah. I think that one was, was pretty good. I don't remember if I saw that this year or last year. That but was good. That was a bizarre film. That it was, was really was bizarre. This year? And Babadook. Like, Babadook. this has been a good year of horror Babadook. movies. Babadook was a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, well, that, I, I, think, I think I saw it you in saw probably it February or, or March. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, horror's really, really, on a, on a, Comeback. There's yeah. Some, there's some really good mainstream. It follows. Animals. It follows. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Thoughtform got it kickstarted. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's we how we started movies. the year. Yeah. yeah. Is it really? Yeah. That's how, that's how 2016 we were starting the Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. Which is funny because to our audience, that was only like four episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, the movie's out. It's in theaters. You can catch it. Yeah. Uh, no. Starring, oh, I almost said starring Robin Williams. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be apt. He plays the ghost. Uh, well, I mean, I guess he could now, you know, if Peter Cushing could be in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, oh, well, okay. So, yes, go, real quick, revisiting Rogue One. Whoa, how many jalapenos? It's <laughs> official. So for Rogue One, uh, what do you think? Out of out of a possible one jalapeno, Martin, what would you give Rogue One? Three quarters. Three quarters. What, Joe? I say the same. Three quarters. Nice, nice. I would also give it three quarters. I I I want to give it a little bit more than that, but uh, it's why well, didn't why did it not get a whole one? Why did it not? Um, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna actually rescind my my three quarters and, and give it a whole because I did oh. think it was good. Whoa, I, nice. I, I probably, you know, probably balls on the I line. Was able to, they were all out there on the table. <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. It did put me as a fan back into the world. I enjoyed seeing the the, yeah. the Easter eggs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, not that I bought Peter Cushing, but I was glad that his character and not someone else's representation of his character was there. Like it was uh-huh. it was, you know, um I, I had a suspension of disbelief when I saw this movie. So there it is. Yeah. I do yeah. want to see it in three D. I saw it in a two screen theater, a very small old space. Nice, I did too. Uh I still want to see it kind of in its big, magnificent IMAX three oh, D okay. glory. But nice. I'm kind of stubborn about movies these days because I just don't like how expensive they are. They are expensive. Very. I don't know. Very. It just depends where you go. I'm becoming less interested to go and pay for the experience yeah. now that I've already had it ever since the I shot the The theater I go to on Victory up here, that's the fucking one, right? They, on the matinee special of the weekends, it's $8 a ticket. Ooh. Nice. And they have luxury lounge chairs. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. The screens are probably not as big as they are at Arclight, but yeah, yeah. You, you, the recliners. See, you that's, sit in there, your that's, legs up. They're nice. That's going to keep for, me from going there because of the screen side. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had some uh, good experiences there. I saw Star Wars there in a great seat. Nice. Well, that's the thing is, I, like, if I see it, I want to see it in 3D. Oh, I don't fuck really. 3D. I don't like. 3D. I mean, I don't really care to see it. I would rather just keep paying like a five dollar or like a matinee price somewhere that's just small. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. Yeah. I, I think the I, difference I is that world, difference though. is I don't think. I mean. Uh, Star Wars for me and Ian is a part of our DNA. Yeah. We grew up with it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you were into it to that level as a kid. Not to where I, everything I had was, my siblings were. So oh. by default, I kind of inherited it and I was around it. All right. But it scratched that itch. I don't know. Yeah. It really yeah. scratched that itch. It, it, made me, it made me go, ah, Star Wars. It was. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it was. But Force Awakens didn't. It made me go. I mean, I had sheets. Do that count? Does that count? You got what? <laughs> I had Star Wars sheets. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, for me, I was excited for the, the little nugs that they sprinkled out to, like, tease that inner childhood. More so than Force Awakens, because Force Awakens was a continuation of the story, not, I don't know. Rogue One was the way the prequels should have felt. Yeah. The prequels sure, should have been sure. that exciting. Yeah, for sure. You know, and they just weren't. It was lacking a bit in plot, and, and, and we've discussed yeah. character depth, but, but yeah. perhaps it's just a one hitter quitter. So, yeah, so exactly. Didn't, so they didn't put a lot of effort into <laughs> Well, in the next, the next. Felicity uh, Jones is great, though. I thought she, she was, was she good. Was I liked Diego Luna. I thought he did a, uh, an okay job. It was cool to see Jimmy Smith's in there. The robot were kind of good. 
Yeah, was, I liked mm-hmm. the robot. I liked the sound when he would turn his, his head. That scene where the, where the two Imperial cruisers crashed into each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was amazing. That was yeah, great. It would have yeah, sucked yeah, to yeah. have an office on that side of the <laughs> ship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what did you think of uh, Darth Vader? Oh, terrific. Yeah. Loved him. It yeah. was cool to Good have to him. See him. James Earl? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's back. It was really interesting. You got to see a little bit of, uh, you know, some some lightsaber skills. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also the thing. They kept the lightsabers and the Jedi shit out of this completely, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And it worked, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, it did feel like a, a, like a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for this week, I'm Ian. I'm Martin. And I'm Joe. And peace out. With, with your, your peace out. out. 2016, you guys. We're going into 20 motherfucking 17. Yeah. And now everyone's sitting there going, oh my God. I've seen people just like, oh fuck, 2016. It's bullshit year, blah, blah, blah. But what do you guys feel going in? Do you feel good about like your ideas on like consuming media? Uh, what you want to do? Like the things you want to focus on? Like. I feel pretty clear in myself. I'm not unhappy. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, You've gone clear. I've gone clear. Fully, yeah. fully clear. Uh, I'm hopeful about the future, but I, I think it's wise to be, even if there are, you know, forces telling you not to be. I think it's always wise to keep a positive frame of mind. So, yeah, I'm hopeful. Excellent. Yeah. Because the force has awoken. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Yeah. Again, for the, for the third time, I, I can't go back to thinking the way that I did previous to this year. Everything that's happened this year has has forged me into a brand new me. Um, You've gone rogue. I have one. gone rogue one. <laughs> gone rogue and one. <laughs> um, <it's>, uh, <laughs> 2017 for me is going to be a year, I hope, of trying things that I don't identify with. Oh. I have not, have not typically. Is that why you with. shaved your balls earlier? It is, yeah. it is. I <laughs> wanted to uh, announce live on the air that I'd like to be addressed as Sandra. <laughs> Enjoying the Machowskis in the next project. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. You want to be challenged, is what you're saying. I I want to challenge myself. Right. I've never I've never identified as a writer. I have some ambitions with writing this year. I've never identified as a musician, but I kind of have some musician slash recording type of uh, ambitions for the year. Go for it. I feel yeah. I feel like if I if I head towards that this year, I will uh, I will be successful. Yeah, you got to do s- stuff that soothes your soul. You know? but yeah, I, I, that's all I want. I want to succeed in the things that I'm setting out to do this year. I think that's that's part of people's... Well, this year I've actually... I sent a card to my mom every month of the year because we'd kind of gotten away from sending cards. You, you When was the last time you sent a letter? Do you send mail? Rarely. Yeah, I mean, I it's been such a long time since I hand wrote anything and sent a letter, but I'd send a card to my mom once a month this year and finished up the year. It's like sent the twelfth card the other day, um, nice. and it, it that was a kind of a, a different way of communicating with people that I, I experienced this year, and it's ah, you know like it. makes like you a different it. person. Do you I feel like, like it. it's brought you guys closer? <clears throat> yeah, because she started sending me cards after about the third mm. or fourth month. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool. 
That's a good, that's a fucking, see, that's a resolution. I am going to now do that. I want to do that. Yeah, Everybody sure. expect cards from Joe. Yeah. Yes. The next year. <laughs> all, all I'm swamped, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to yours next month. <laughs> but no, I like that. That's, it's, I think that's what I think is cool is always learning what, from what other people do. Like, I always thought about that. But I don't actually do it. No, what I like about it is it's taking it back to basics. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I'm getting bored of the internet. Yeah. So why not uh, b- uh, pick up a book and read? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what oh, I mean? yeah. I, I have read more this year than I have in the last five or six years combined. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You get bamboozled by shit going on. Yeah. You know, take it back a notch. Write yeah. a letter. Read a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just chill the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Smoke some weed. Create mm-hmm. something. Everything's mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. We'll be all right. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. We're all right. Mm-hmm. Go dig your toes in the sand at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's nice. We yeah. all live half an hour away from the beach. Do, when was the last time you went to the beach? I you go? I go in the summer quite a lot. I go to Malibu. You have actually. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Go. Oh gosh, I have not been. Oh, I love it's it. It's been great. A it is. It's time. literally thirty minutes to to Malibu. Yeah. Go on the game on the PCH go and chill out smoke some weed on the beach you take one of these uh, like disposable vapes nobody can mm-hmm. tell you yeah. know what I mean yeah you no just, one cares yeah just chill <laughs> at out. least you're not one of the guys who's like taking in whole lungs full of vape and just <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, you just those see guys. the massive yeah, like, yeah. cumulus yeah. clowns. <laughs> you see those guys driving, don't yeah. you? Yeah. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Is there a factory over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, uh, appropriate final topic. Um, Marijuana is legal, lads. Oh, it will be officially when in a couple of couple of years. Well, so what legal. I realized, what I realized is that no, it is it is one hundred percent legal to possess weed at the moment, right now. Right. It's it's businesses and things like that uh, selling all that that goes into effect right. January two thousand eighteen. Fucking magic, isn't it? It's genius. Brilliant. Cheers. I wish it'd go into effect in twenty seventeen. You know, that'd be nice. Well, gotta got wait another wait year. year to figure well, it out. You've got you've got your recommendation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, I know. It's beautiful. And, and, Honestly, weed in California—it's a beautiful thing. Do you know is. what I mean? It's great. Match made in heaven. It's I nice. think to a true weed smoker, weed has always been legal. <laughs> wow. That's why so many people have been willing to oh. go to jail for it. I mean, I watched Reefer Madness. Have you seen this? Yeah, movie? I've seen Reefer 1936, Madness. dude. Yeah. That is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a dark conspiracy against marijuana. You know, yeah. you know why it was demonized and the fact that the they were making cars out of hemp oil. Yeah, you know, the oil industry was not happy with this. You know, I mean, they it's too much. To, well, to demonize it. Then the uh, the CDC this week. Two weeks ago, made CBD oil uh, Schedule One. Really? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They they just totally took wow. the medicinal oil extract and said there's no medicinal benefits Fuck for it. Fuck off! Right? Fuck off! Right? You fucking cunts! Yes, I know. Well, man. Yeah. People are just gonna have to push against it because that's totally yeah. false. It is. There's it's, people putting videos well, out there it showing its effects. Come on. Fucking hell. Have you seen videos of people like oh, with yeah. the shakes and shit? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All I've sorts seen, of diseases. That that shit, yeah. Yes. Pe- people with like their kids who take it and their parents talking with their kids about how it's Jesse Ventura their seizures. And yes, Jesse he does. Ventura's kid, I think, okay. how it suffered seizures. <laughs> okay. And they kept pumping him full of medicine. You know, the kid was still really sick. Oh, yeah. And then he, he had one drop of like CBD oil under his tongue and his fucking seizure stopped. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it's I have I've had not had to, but uh, thought more recently. Um, if I were to get cancer of some kind, and you know this kind of came about in a conversation we had right before we started rolling. Would I go through chemotherapy? Would I go through all of these different you kinds get on of... the Rick Simpson cannabis oil? Yes, yeah. right. Or would I go natural? No, you would get I on the Rick Simpson. Yeah. yeah. I know, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. It's just where would I have to go, dude? Start there and then You'd have to cook it yourself. I think I suppose I would. He does give you the recipe, does doesn't he? Recipe. You can pick up the whatever you need. So I could it? just I could just make it now. You could make it, yeah. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, let's get on it. Let's get on yes! the Rick Simpson shit. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's gents, it's been it's been real. Yes. It's been realer than real. Yeah, it's been unreal. Yeah. It's been so real, it's been unreal. Yes, yes. For real. For real. It's it's a beautiful way to close it out, the trio. Yeah. Yeah. Number seventy. Putting the ends. We're tying the we're tying the knot on the little Package. But we're but we're also leaving a little uh, a little dangly string just in case just in case just like a Hershey kisses we can come back pull that little tab exactly and it'll all yeah never say never but as never as for now yeah. as for now um, for this year on High Dare I'm Ian I'm Martin and I'm Joe and uh, we should all go Rogue One we, we gotta go, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Hydare Pod. Get your ass online because uh, Hydare.com misses you.